0: Now, today's Chad and Cheese, we have, once again, we, we've we actually ran into Quincy Valencia. And you will remember, she is also known as Queen of the Chatbots. Hello, Quincy.
1: You mean, hello, Your Highness? I
0: mean, you're, yes. Hello. Sorry.
1: Nice to be back. Good, good to have you. Great, Great interview
0: here. that we did with Quincy not too long ago.
1: Yeah. It's
2: been a while. It's a must listen for anyone who yeah. cares about chatbots in our
0: space.
1: Well, I appreciate that. It was good. It was a lot of fun was it there's so much new and exciting so, so many fun. new and exciting things in the field
0: it's hilarious because i've known quincy for over 15 years and i haven't seen her smile this much and this yeah i know right that's because i keep sneaking back in have you had a psychological evaluation at any point
2: in i refuse last... to disclose okay good enough
0: <laughs> enough said so let's 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 go right into it so there was this little chat bot in canada that the, war- the, the porridge was kind of warm so you guys went for it
1: yeah we did Karen. so Karen Karen HR Karen.ai AI out of Toronto um, was a, a great company it was at the, at the right space at the right time. Um, as we at Alexander Mann are looking to um, expand upon the services and uh, products that we offer in the industry, um, it was a, a perfect time. We were working with the Karen folks uh, and some of our existing clients, um, and we thought, you know what, now's a really good time to, to explore what else they have to offer that will help us augment and propel us uh, into the next phase as an organization with Alexander Mann. So really, really lucky to be working with those guys. Uh, Incredibly smart people. The co-founders, David Radenberg and Noel Webb and a a few of their other people came over and and we couldn't be happier. It's a perfect fit. I'm really excited to see what we're doing with them now and and what's going to be coming up soon. Canadian
2: means it's also French compatible.
1: Uh, Sure. (laughs) (laughs)
0: we french canadian which is entirely different what is your title now
1: uh vp of product innovation
0: vp of Product.
1: we're the cool kids everybody at ams is cool that's
2: why you have the ripped jeans on
1: that's right i have (laughs) ripped jeans and boots and tattoos showing right now that's it's the the cool kid division it's the prerequisite for working there that's right, I do. It's so, true.
0: Okay, so the 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 chatbot thing. You you dove deep into chatbots yep. for a while. You were looking at every chatbot you can find out there. But that's not your only jam. It's not right. So so what is what is that jam? I know you love technology, and you've loved technology forever. Right now, this is a very exciting time in our industry. What excites you more than a chatbot?
1: The white space, uh, frankly. So there, you know, we're seeing it here. What? The, all that the white space that's out there
0: <laughs> why does it got to be white
1: come on man no there's so much space out there there's we there's so much innovation right now in our industry uh-huh. at large yeah um and and great point solutions out there if you want a, a point solution for uh, automated sourcing you yeah. can find it if you want you know a great solution for a programmatic so you can the find white it
2: label space Nope. Oops. No. There's,
1: there are gaps. So you have, you know, point A to point B, there's a line between those two, and there's nothing filling that line. And point B to point C, there are, there are solutions for B and C, but there's nothing filling that gap.
2: I was largely being sarcastic, but thanks for filling that in.
1: I'm here for you. Uh,
0: so you have stack technology, right? And then you have gaps in the stacks. Right. That's what you're saying. So, yeah, that's it. So what do you do? And why do you buy all this technology if there are all these goddamn gaps?
1: Well, you know what? That's a really good question. And part of that is I think there's a few things that we're seeing. So our time working really from the operator side and the recruitment side and and all the years that we've seen there and then partnering with such great technologists out there. Uh, And falling into the same trap, Uh frankly, is what uh, what everyone else falls into, which is um, that looks really cool and can solve a problem. And that looks really cool and can solve a problem. And that looks really cool and can solve a problem. And there are markets for those things out there. But what's really missing in a lot of cases is that one cohesive engine that will take you from point A to point Z, which is the higher in our industry. uh Um, without those gaps and without those breaks, because some of the challenge. Look, look I'm, I'm a big proponent of everyone who's here today and of what we do, and I. I buy these products and we partner with these. So it's not to denigrate them at all. There are places for that. But what we don't see is that one cohesive end-to-end solution. And when you start Frankensteining pieces together and one of those providers changes one piece of code, now you have a single point of failure. And often um, it looks very disjointed. So if you look at a candidate experience, or, and, and you know from when we talked before, for me, candidate experience is everything. Stakeholders' experience in general is everything. And that's the lens you need to build everything through. And so when you start jumping, from from one solution to another solution to another solution, if not done properly, and it's hard to do that properly, it becomes a poor experience where really all you're trying to do is make it better. Uh, and so the white space is in ha- how do you fill in the spots in between each point solution. So that's what's really exciting me these so are, days.
0: Aren't the, the iSIMs and the job bites of the world trying to get rid of those by buying jibe and and canvas and then telemetry and i mean they aren't they trying to do that aren't they trying to be one system
1: everyone's trying to do that one platform are they
0: going to achieve it
1: well though? i don't know i mean i guess that well, it's yet to be seen but when you look at all the different pieces that they're you know growing growth and expansion and penetration through acquisition is smart in a lot of cases and 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 really will acquire them more business and they're really moving toward what wants to be what it is that we're talking about today but those platforms are still built on different code and so basically they're still kind of it, it remains to be seen how successful they are in integrating that from an experience standpoint i don't know
2: who do you give the best
0: chance to be that one platform oh this
1: is such a loaded question um i, I don't know
0: is it an ats <laughs> is well, it is it uh is it you know, an ERP. I mean, what, what, what what's the, the company that's going to be the core that they can build around that this makes the most sense?
1: I, I'm not going to, I can't name which company it is, but I will tell you this. It has to be a company that will, whether they're building it themselves or whether they're building it through acquisition, has depth and breadth of knowledge and experience in the business of recruitment in people and in that, as opposed to only being technologists on the other end that may have seen uh, a gap out there in yeah. an opportunity, and they try and plug that in. I think that's one of the biggest things that's missing: is that that experience in recruitment in general, and in hearing and having access to, and living day to day the frustrations that are out there in the marketplace. So not just knowing it because everyone knows the data points, yeah. but really understanding it sort of viscerally.
2: Are we are we not giving the um, the app marketplace enough credit here because? Shouldn't an ATS have a robust enough application or app store to where other solutions can build on top of theirs to create this one platform? So whether it's Canvas or Text Recruit, whatever you choose, you just plug it into your ATS. Like I feel like we we spend too much time on they gotta buy it, they gotta build it, like can't they just provide an environment where third parties can build these tools on their platform?
1: The people who have the problems, the people who have the challenges, Um, in their recruitment programs are not necessarily the people who understand the vast technology marketplace that exists today. And so if you just create a tech marketplace like iSIMS has, which I love iSIMS, by the way, I think company I used to work for was, I think the 12th company to purchase and implement them. So again, props to them. But if you're only having a marketplace for them and you're saying, well, we've, we've added them, but you've got 20 of them, and there's no consultation behind that about how does that fit into, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish as a business, as an right. organization? What are you missing today? What are you trying to accomplish with TA holistically, as opposed to you can plug in these point solutions? I don't know how successful that's going to be. We don't
2: think there could be a marketplace rating system where people who use those apps say, this is fantastic. And you say, okay, well, this one has a better review yeah. than the other one. So I don't know if you have to know every single text recruiting platform to just go in and say, okay, these two have five stars. Very and Apple store-ish, right? Yes. No, yeah Yeah.
1: Yep, totally agree with that. So I I love the idea of of vet, pre vetting. Let the market
2: decide, or let the mar. I mean,
1: it's no different than buying something on Amazon. You're not going to buy something without a without a five star rating, right? So I totally Correct. get that. And a
2: thoughtful review and
1: things like that. The problem with that approach is that you have operators, which is what you need to make these business decisions, and they can identify what they think the issues are in their market, and and sometimes you have two issues and this is why they hire consultants to help them with this the marketplace is vast so and, and the terminology is sometimes foreign so do i need a chatbot? do i need programmatic do you, still we go into clients it's i need ai what is that? they don't exactly even know what that means and so it's not enough in my opinion to have a marketplace that has the best of the best, even if it's the cream of the crop fully bedded, of 50 different types of point solutions without any context around that to help guide those decisions of what those opportunities really are in their marketplace. You know, they, they could think, Time and again, you'll see somebody says, we need sourcing, we need sourcing, 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 sourcing. What can we do for sourcing? And you can add people or you can do it programmatically or you can do whatever you want. But if the real problem is you don't have enough people downstream to do anything with those candidates that now you have a great pipeline for, you're actually creating a worse experience than what existed before. So you really need to take a holistic view uh, instead of just buying piece after piece.
2: The market needs to be force
1: fed. Really, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's true. I think there needs to be some consultation that goes along with that rather than just looking at piece after piece after piece and, you know, not understanding how it's all going to fit together. I'd
2: still like to see an environment that I sort of just outlined. I I think ATS has put up way too many barriers for for companies and technologies to integrate into their systems, whether it's by write a check or we'll get to you when we get to you. I think, I think there's a hindrance to that one platform happening. And if I were saying, where would my money go? You know, when we talk to startups, the one ATS that everyone's like, oh, they're great to integrate with is Greenhouse.
1: Yeah, it is.
2: So if we were saying, who has the best chance of building an app store platform environment? To me, like, Greenhouse has as, as good a shot of anyone just for the fact that they actually do integrate easily.
0: We'll get back to the interview in a minute. But first, we have a question for Andy Katz, COO of Next. Andy, if a company wants to actually come to Next and utilize your database and target texting candidates, I mean, how does that actually work? Right, so we have the software to provide it two different ways. If an employer has their own database of opted-in text messages, whether it's through their ATS, we can text on their behalf. Or we have over eight and a half million users that have opted into our text messaging at this point, so we can use our own database, we can dissect it by, obviously, by geography, by function, um, any which way, Some and sometimes we'll even parse the resumes of the opted-in people to target certifications. So we really can you know dive really deep if they want to hone in on, you know, just give me the best hundred candidates that I want to text message with and have a conversation back and forth with versus going and saying, I need 30,000 retail people across the country. And that's more of a, you know, yes, no text messaging back and apply. For more information, go to hiring.next.com. Remember that's next with the double X, not the triple X hiring.next.com. I don't think that answers the white space problem. The white space is still going to be there. But then I go to Salesforce, who has this huge app marketplace Mm -hmm. thing, right? And I mean, they've actually created an entire industry of Salesforce consultants to be able to get those tied together. And I see where you're going and, and, and I like it, but I can see that also with Salesforce, they still have a lot of white space and they still need more people to come in to try to cover those gaps so I don't think that would be the answer to actually covering any of the gaps
1: well agreed and so that brings me back to the point that I said before I mean to your point Joel I think having that sort of marketplace is invaluable if you have a company that you trust whether it be an ATS provider that you know and trust whether it be an RPO provider we have something called the hive that's exactly what you're talking about because of our experience there I mean I think that can serve a great service as an operator if you don't um, truly have that guidance and, and consultation behind, you know, you may think you need a chat bot, but do you? What is it you think you're missing? What are you solving for? And if you're only relying on individual vendors to provide that information to you, they know their product really, really well. They're gonna, they're gonna pitch their product to you and as they yeah. should. It's what they should do. But I think you need to take a bird's eye view and see how, not just they're gonna integrate technologically, but from an experience standpoint and what that end product will be for your candidates and for your recruiters and for your hiring managers. You have to look at it, you know, st- every stakeholder, not only candidate.
0: The experience itself. So, the, the candidate experience, the internal experience for a recruiter or a hiring manager or whatever, there's white space all over the place with that. Yeah. And I, I think there isn't going to be an easy answer to just plug in these apps or just pick these vendors, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think we try to go that whole easy route and it has never worked. The problem is we need to understand that we need to blow up our processes and we need to start from the ground up and start building a new, pretty much a new system overall, as opposed to trying to layer all these old systems on top.
1: That's exactly what it is. So you and I have talked about this before, Chad, where you Um, come back to process, process, process all the time and I actually agree with you on that because a lot of the problem that you have today... Wait
0: a minute, wait a minute, did you say you agree? I did.
1: You should ring a bell or something when you edit this (laughs) because this may be the only time... Um, mark this time in history. But I actually agree with you on that, where you, uh, a lot of the issue from from plugging in a lot of the tools that we're talking about now is that they're really trying to replicate their existing experience and existing process just in an automated way. You're really not improving anything uh, really materially. And so I would take it one step further from you. uh, And I'd say experience, 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 because it incorporates more. You're looking not just at... Typically, when you're talking about a process, you're looking at it from the from the company point of view, and you want to add efficiency, and you can do that lots of ways. Uh-huh. But uh, you certainly want efficiency. Your candidates want efficiency. Your hiring managers want efficiency. But they want to feel good. They don't want to feel like crap and like they're being ditched and lost forever when they're going through a process. Right, they right. want it to be engaging. They don't want to have to take two shots of whiskey before they start a process. It does help. Um, it, yeah i know i've done it so so you, you really need to look at it um all around Entire
0: job of course
1: yeah of course um yeah but you, you need to really look at how are they going to feel when they go through and that to me that's your primary lens always and and don't try and replicate your existing crappy processes that were built in 1902 um because that's what your, your ats you, you built your process around an ats that didn't fit your needs and so you're, it's not going to work if you just try and recreate the thing. You're, you're wasting your money. You're throwing, throwing money at a bad problem if you think that technology is going to fix that for you.
2: What other technologies are you currently bullish on?
1: Um, RPA, actually. I think oh. what a lot of people are... I know. The more I see and the more I've seen it actually applied in situations, I think it does... There are places where it can do uh, exactly what it is the companies are setting out to do, which is efficiency Accuracy. Um, it helps. Normally, if you hired somebody to manually transfer 70,000 files from one system to another, certainly opportunity for errors there, human error it's not very fun, chances of turnover are great. And you can actually do that in an automated way with a greater degree of accuracy without somebody wanting to kill themselves at the end of the day. And I think there's broader application than what we're even looking at it here. Uh, I think that's gonna, um, you're gonna see an upturn there, I think. I expect to and maybe unexpectedly um, because people are so focused on it may not seem as sexy. It's like the, you know an automated process, it's the assembly line, but I think it, that could have some real implications in our industry. Yeah, but
0: in some cases, we look at chat bots and everybody wants to say AI, right? But yeah, they don't know what it means. But overall, you're using these chatbots in some cases really in an RPA manner. I mean, robot process automation, you are looking to really automate a process. If you're having a conversation somebody with somebody about getting their data to build a profile in your system to make it more conversational, to make it just a better experience, it's not really AI as much as it is RPA. I understand AI can be behind the scenes. I understand that they can work together. There's no question. But... It's like, I don't think we talk enough about being able to do something that is sexy. I think process can be ugly as shit, but it can be sexy too.
1: Well, that's the goal. I mean, that's what the goal should be. I think, I think those of us who work in this industry have an obligation, frankly, yeah. to make sure that we're, uh, whatever it is that we're building, and whatever it is that we're putting in place, um, does have some sexy and sizzle to it. And not only that, not just the shiny squirrel, but oh, I just mix metaphors. <laughs> um, not just the shiny, shiny new thing, but but really in a way that's meaningful that's going to be. There may be some shiny be,
2: scrolls out there. Uh, you know,
1: probably, um, um, you know. I think I think it's important that we are looking at it from that way. Otherwise, we're all reinventing the same thing.
2: Are there are there any vendors that you see are standouts from the RPA side? When we talked to Max from TalkPush recently, he's
1: uh, I love Max and I love TalkPush, so that's actually a really good <laughs> okay, so it's we'll a really good product. Text. I think uh, yeah, I think that's definitely one to look at. It, there so, it's hard to narrow. I, here's here's what I've actually seen. There are some really good ones out there, and everybody is good at something. I mean, I think I can say that almost universally. Um,
0: Hence, Point Solution, right?
1: right hence point solution but but there's not a one size fits all um there's some exciting things going out there uh, we're seeing, you know, this is not news, but we just saw uh Paradox and Amazon partnering um for a McDonald's solution that's pretty exciting. I'm I'm interested to see it in, in um in action and see how it works. But
2: well they they part with Amazon to the degree that they built an app. Right. On right, Alexa. right. Exactly.
1: But so but I'm excited to see how that actually works. Um That's a step. It is a step. Yeah.
2: Joel can't wait. Find me a PHP job yeah. in Chicago. Went, yeah. Like I've been and,
0: and get me a cheeseburger while you're at it. Yeah, I've been hounding on it. So yeah. So
2: I think, um, yeah, like if you look at data on on search queries that are like Alexa, Google Home, Siri, et cetera, like the the numbers of those are skyrocketing. They are. So when I look at where the puck is going, like, are we in for a world of, you know, audio? Because to me, if if you own the time that someone brushes their teeth, and I'm being sort of, you know, silly here, but if you can own the time where I'm getting ready for work and I get my news from you. I get my weather report. Like whatever I get, whatever content I want. If you can say it to me in audio fashion, do you win? Right? Because if I if I go Alexa, I need more uh, tide. Yeah. Right. In the old days, and I put that in quotes. In the old days. In uh, the really old ago. days, I'd have to get in my car, yeah. go to the grocery store or the drug store, buy it. Nobody it, wants to do home. that. But uh, now in the old days, <laughs> right, I'd have to go to the Internet mm-hmm. or I'd have to go to my phone, do a search for Tide, log in, whatever, and then click, whatever. Yeah. If, if it gets to the point where I just go, hey, Alexa, I need more Tide. And it knows how much and, you know, what kind. And it just ships it to me. Like, is that the world we're going toward? And if that is the world we're going toward, then having something that, hey, can you get me a job at McDonald's? Yeah. And it walks you through that?
1: Yep. I think that's actually absolutely where we're going. And if you look at the data on that type of solution, the artificially intelligent assistance or whatever you want to call them, I think it's the queries there are skyrocketing. Here's the caution, Um, And again, I I think it's really cool what they're doing now, but there's another provider, uh, a a well-known provider in the marketplace, and I won't say who it is because it's not important, but I was going through um, a process uh, with one of their clients the other day just for market research, and it took all of two questions for me to break their logic, and it wasn't uh, in their chat and it wasn't i wasn't trying to fool it i wasn't trying to break yeah. it i wasn't doing anything but yeah. it literally took two questions to break it and i think that's some of what i'm talking about chad when i mentioned um i think we have an obligation uh, yeah. to look if we're going to provide these things to make sure that we're not selling vaporware to make sure that we're really vetting you know what are the, uh, enough intents in the back end so that if somebody's asking something you know what it means yes. the, the training data is you bring that from the right place and that you're programming in the right way um, because otherwise you can win every award in the industry, but if it only takes the average Joe two questions to break your logic and all of a sudden it's broken, then Uh what happens to that candidate? We're creating another black hole. It's just a new kind of black hole.
0: It's a horrible experience. So vaporware, that is one of the things that we talked about all the time in the late 90s, early 2000s, because everybody was promising the fucking moon. Yeah. And it was really vaporware. I'm seeing the same same things happening today, yep. which many are. What What's pissing you off the most? What You don't have to say product. It'd be great if you did. Yeah, um, no. But, but, nice but try. What product is, is what kind of product is actually pissing you off the most right now? Because really, it's mainly just smoke and mirrors. I've
1: got two. Okay. I and like I'm not going to say they're pissing me off. And I'm not going to name an individual product. I'm going to say a product type. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm going to name these because, and I have to caveat all this, yes. there are things that to me have the biggest potential yes. and that I'm personally interested in and that we can, we're really on the precipice of doing something great. You're with excited things. about
0: it, but they're fucking it up.
1: Well, yeah. One being chatbots, Yeah. And one being programmatic. Ah, because explain. if you, well, so let's look at programmatic. If you, if you dig into it really, and all of the programmatic advertisers are buying traffic from the same exact places. And if you're not, if you, if you don't really understand how it works, and you're, just, and you're not really educated on, on where to go and how to do and how to adjust your campaigns and all of those things, you're spending potentially more money than you were if you're just posting and praying of the old days. And I think that there's, in a lot of cases, not enough consultation with people who are spending money to buy it. It's being sold as a, as a cure-all and it isn't. It's great when it works, but if you don't know how to do it properly, you're wasting money. And I'm all about eliminating waste in the process. Um, so that's that's the first one I think. The second is chatbots, and it's for the exact reason that I said it's you. If it, it, you've got to do better than that, you can't. You cannot launch a product and put it into the market if two questions are going to break your logic. You do.
2: To me, it reminds me a lot of say search back in '99 or 2000, right? You would do searches on Alta Vista or Excite. Yeah. You know, five out of the ten results were pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. But you knew eventually this is going to be a thing like they're going to figure this out they're going to do it right of course it took google to sort of show up to do it right but i never thought that Search was not going to eventually be a thing. So I think what I'm hearing from you is today it's disappointing. There there are vo- you know there are mistakes being made and things that they miss. But I'm not hearing that chat bots don't have a long term future and that they're going to figure some of this this stuff out. Oh, right,
1: without a doubt. I mean I think that's where you know when you've dubbed me Queen of Chatbots, I take that as quite the honor because I think there's. I've had so many conversations over the years with people saying, oh, it's just, it's a it's a, a, a point solution. It's not a product. It's And I, I that's true. I think that's true now. Um, I think that we're seeing it go more and more toward something that can be a full service solution. Um, and that really excites me. It's just got to be better. And look, to give credit where credit is due, um, you know, thank God for the the pioneers and people who have gone out and taken the risks and, and had a great deal of success there, I just think there's a lot of room. Um, because in order to get that full service solution that we're talking about, you have to have more elegance and eloquence in, in what you're delivering, um, as opposed to just your simple FAQ up front, or you know, let's ask some pre-screen questions and then take you into you know, the ATS app. It's the expectations it. of the
0: day. It's the expectations of the day. That back in back in the day, Joel was talking about AltaVista and whatnot.
1: And so many of your listeners right now are going, "What?" because they're only 25. (laughs) I'm old. Me too.
0: So back then, it was kind of like, "Oh, this is new. Oh, yeah, it's kind of broken. Yeah, you kind of expect that, right?" Today, the expectation is the shit's gonna work. Yeah. So I don't know if that's
2: true if it's a new technology, though. No, I think a user, a user coming to your your user coming shopping, like we should have figured out shopping online by now. But I don't know if they look at chatbots and think, oh, this, they sh- this should be out of the box work.
1: No, I think that's untrue. I think if I'm a candidate and I'm applying for a job and if the mechanism I have to communicate so the with the, the company is, is a bot, the shit should work. The shit should work. Oh, I just went off brand. I'm sorry. I'm going to get yelled at for that.
2: <laughs> we, we do it to people. I know. Man. Oh, sucker him out of it every time.
0: I'm just more forgiving than you guys. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. You're a sweetheart. I'm a, I'm a
2: loving um, human being. Everybody
0: says it. <laughs> uh, no, I agree though. I think the experience, the, the expectation with technology the way it is today that you know, shit isn't broken. You, you, you expect a better, better experience.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and then I say that, and I'll back off a little bit. Things aren't from from this side, sitting in this chair. Yeah, yeah. you know, we I think we you get got it. A great we chair understand. to sit in. It is comfy, comfy here. Um, things are are you're going to have issues, and you're going to have problems. And, and honestly, that's how your system learns. It's how you make it better. Yeah, I mean, but you so, better learn quick. So the
2: the mantra at Facebook always used to be move fast and break things. Yeah. So it was like. Get it out there, see if it works or not. What can we fix? Iterate, iterate, iterate. Well, that's
1: the whole agile methodology. Now, this
2: is before the whole you know privacy stuff. They that choose not dealt, to talk about that. Dealt with. Yeah. It's also a free product, but I don't, I don't personally. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm. I, my consumer behavior is different, but I don't necessarily think when I look at new technology that it should just work instantly. I do. I'm okay with a few fuck ups with a chat
0: bot. <laughs>
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: Versus my resume in a black hole, would we agree with that? All right, yes,
1: that's okay. fair. I'll give you Doesn't that. Doesn't mean
0: that your your resume still isn't going into a black hole. That's by the way.
1: my point. If it's all of a sudden you're in a chat conversation and you're having this conversation and you're two questions in and you're getting excited and you ask a really simple question and you're stuck in the I'm sorry, I don't understand loop. Or it answers a question that you didn't ask, and when you rephrase it three times, it's not answering it, you're back in a new black... It's a, It's the same black hole. It's just a different black hole.
2: Is it a blacker hole than we've been used to, or is it sort of nope. a dark gray?
1: It's still a black hole. It's just a different hole.
0: Is it as deep as the black hole that we've always known?
1: I don't think we can measure black holes, Get out can of me? the
0: goddamn hole. I don't think we can <laughs> today. Density. I think it's density. Yeah, I don't know. All right, shh, The paradox people are here. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying we have to continue to strive to get better. And no, I, 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 the whole concept of agile development and agile methodology is you put it out there, you move quick, you fix quick, and I think that's the right way to go. But you better make sure the first thing you're putting out there is at least decent.
0: I'm out of nuts.
1: That's what I read on the bathroom wall.
0: Right. <laughs> well, Quincy, thanks again for joining us. I'm sorry. Always a pleasure, Quincy queen of the chat box.
1: I, I prefer your highness. Your highness. Thank you. Always a pleasure to join Let's you. Let's Thanks for the opportunity. Soon. Let's do it again. Let's do it maybe tomorrow morning.
0: Yeah, I like it. I think we'll that'll do be it
1: great. tomorrow morning.
2: Let's do that tomorrow morning. Death,
0: Death, Death match. match.
1: All right. Thanks, guys. I'm excited.
0: Thanks, we out. This has been the Chat and Cheese podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single show. And be sure to check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit ChadCheese.com. Oh yeah, you're welcome.